0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is
1: Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Man, just uh, taking time away from uh listening to Dr. Umar Johnson's uh you know soliloquies on uh the Breakfast Club. I, I actually have to um, you know finish listening to the entire interview just to get the proper knowledge from you know uh you know uh, how we supposed to be moving as, as black men in this country. So uh, what's up with you, James? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio.
2: I'm James Boyd. Um, We do not have Rich with us this week. I will be going solo. Um, So I guess we will start with the news that Kenny Omega is the uh, new Impact Champion or Double Champion. Now he has, I believe, four belts. Um, So now at that point, with the two belts between the TNA belt, the Impact belt, the AEW belt, and also the Mega Championship from AAA... Um, he is fully on board with the belt collector gimmick um he had a great match um last night with uh rich Swan almost someone called some call him Roddy strong um but yeah like it it was kind of it' was a bit awkward at the beginning and then they kind of got into it and when they got into it it was great it, um, I don't think this was quite as good as like let's say his um defense at the end of the year. For the mega belt against uh Laredo Kid, but this is a great match nonetheless. I'm somewhere I-, I can see someone giving this match um uh four and three quarters, but I'm if I'm at a solid four and a half. Uh it's a great match. It's the best match I've seen from Impact, quite frankly. It's like two thousand eighteen. Now, granted, I'm not much of an Impact fan. Um, but I'm gonna continue this gimmick of pretending the rich no longer exists and I cut him off the air because like what he he's starting off with the Dr. Umar shit is bullshit. But <laughs> go ahead, Rich. What were your thoughts on Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan last night?
1: Um, I just wanna say, uh, four belts, Kenny Omega, hate on him, hoes mad. Okay. What other promotion what other promotion one day belts took? You know, ultimo dragon energy that's that's all this is i was i waited all day i was silent on a timeline and then when uh you know kenny kenny won that next belt uh to give him four i began being ignorant. um i was asking if keiji muto can take the one wing angel so we go ahead and take the the gac title uh back you know uh You know, I dropped the James Worthy uh, smoking uh, gifts on the timeline. Just, just plenty. You know, hashtag save the NWA. If you want to save the NWA and save the NWA championship, have Nick Aldis drop that shit to (laughs) Kenny.
2: So you have to, you have to help me out here. Who exactly are you? uh, Who exactly are the options in the situation? Like, I feel like there's only like five Impact fans ever on 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 the internet at any given time. So who who is this who is who? Is, who makes up this this coalition of of uh of people
1: that, oh, are, that i are I, would say, I would say your your everyday f d s person okay. that just, you know your your anti elite people your anti kenny omega people which may be different or or not um your uh your concern trolls the the what does this do for impact people uh, ah. meanwhile Meanwhile, they are um, popping their biggest pay per view uh, numbers, and who knows how long. Uh, and he's set to pop the streaming service next month because I believe he's wrestling on the Impact Plus pay per view. Uh, I thought it was a great match. I'm probably right there with you as a four and a half, James. Um, you could just see the greatness, and Kenny <sighs> when he, when he when he's determined just to. Like this match will not fail. Like I will not lose. Like, like, and I'm not talking about the match. Like I'm talking about just like this critical acclaim. Like this man's going hard when he could just he can lay it down at this point. Honestly, like he ain't got to go hard like this. And, and Rizwan was was awesome until like he was tired in the match, and then it was like Kenny just decided no. Like I don't care if you're tired. Like this match still has, we still have stars to get, brother. Like, and you know, uh, it was it was another great performance, and um, you know, just more, just more. Uh, you know, don't look now, you know, Flair Thez.
2: <laughs> I mean, he he would be now. the front runner, yeah. Know, right, like he'd be the front runner just off the fact that he's AEW champion um he's he's you know all the stuff that's going on the top storyline in AEW right now so far uh this uh winter slash spring um you know you can say what you want to about the about the god about these the stupid fireworks and pyrotechnics not going off but like bell to bell that was a great match um you have this match um you have the phoenix match which was the best match so far this year like yeah he's been great so far this year but like it's kenny omega he's great pretty much every year i've ever seen him um and you know you look at uh you know new japan a lot of interest is left from them um and like since wrestle kingdom um i don't particularly know why and i say that while also not watching them either um so yeah it it, it is kind of weird um so yeah, I mean, I mean, right now, if you were to ask oh, me, who are to-
1: elitists? I forgot those guys. Those are also the ops. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So. Um,
2: I thought that I thought that was covered when you said Kenny Omega general hater. Oh, so, got you. Like, got you. Yeah, you're cornered. You so like You it's know, there's overlap. There's overlap big Gumball. Over, yeah, 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 yeah. There's big overlap. Yeah, right? Like this is a coalition. This is a big tent. This is a really, really know, big tent. It, you know, so, they all got to work work together, you know, to, to try to stop this. So so for um So, you know, you mentioned that uh as far as um Flair Thez and, and like really you look around and, like, aside from what you say, like, Roman Reigns, is there anybody you – I mean, I guess you say Moxie as well. Um, I think there will be, like, the top three people for Flair Threads right now. Unless I'm mistaken and, like, there's somebody from New Japan I'm just forgetting.
1: Like, I don't think you can go with Kota Ibushi. Um, even though I think he has, he might have the matches. Uh, it's just – there's. I don't think you can pay anybody from New Japan.
2: On so this far, unless, like obviously, this so going all far, turn yeah. around.
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it's it, it's really weird. It's really weird. I gotta. I mean, I I gotta talk to Jeremy and Josh about it and try to figure out like what, what, what am I, what am I missing from this stuff? Because like, gotta be honest, I haven't been following much of like the week to week stuff with everybody else. Like, I've been kind of like down in the hole watching like stardom. NXT, AEW, and not really, you know, having a mind for much of anything else, like, it wasn't, and it's not like a, I'm I'm off New Japan, it's just like, you know, you miss, you miss out on shows, and then it starts adding up, and you're like, fuck, alright, um, I remember, (laughs) I remember months, maybe like a, maybe like in February, I, asked jeremy to give me a list of stuff and like i never got onto that list he told me to, to keep up so like i now have to ask him for another list he'd be like do you ever watch the first list i fucking gave you no watch <laughs> i keep making these lists for you james <laughs> so um yeah, yeah I, that's kind of where i am on that uh but yeah like i, I think those I'm are the really three front runners right now i
1: i was really happy and i you know all the pictures that came out were just amazing kenny laying on the ground smiling holding all three belts Uh, taking specific pictures like to make sure they could be people's phone backgrounds, like holding up the belts, like just, just stunt just absolutely on another level. Okay.
2: So I only saw the one with the, the, I think you're you're talking about, you're describing the one I'm, I I saw where he was basically like he was exhausted on the ground and basically all the belts were on top of him at the time. Right. Except for the mega belt, of course, uh, which can't be on air for some reason.
1: But right, yeah. Um, like when when Kenny comes out for Dynamite on Wednesday, I need him to come out with the Entourage, and it needs to be like the boxers, where like the underlings are holding the belts up, like well, like.
2: <laughs> I mean, in theory, shouldn't like the, the 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 women with the with the brooms just bring the belts?
1: I mean, can't, they can. Bring they, them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, you know, yeah. you don't want to see Carl Anderson holding gold. <laughs>
2: After you know, last night? No. Absolutely fucking not.
1: <laughs> like, dude, you, you look, should... You don't want to see Luke Gallows ho- holding up the AAA Megan Championship? Dude, I, this is what I'll say to you. It, you know, everybody's timeline
2: is different based off of, you know, the algorithm, what the algorithm sees fit for them to see. Like, I saw somebody that is a staunch WWE apologist say that... They did not see any Kenny Omega stuff on their timeline. I was like, "Well, that's just the alg- algorithm and how you decide to, to how you decided to um, uh, curate your, your your timeline, my guy." Because like it was at one point the number two paper or number two trending topic. So that's a so that's a function. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm I'm willing to believe that he's being you know honest, but I'm also willing. To, I'm also saying like, yeah, bro, that's a function of your taste and what you like and dislike and what you've blocked and what you, you know, and what the algorithm has deemed you as, right? Like, <laughs> so you look at my timeline, my timeline, I see every, I, see, I feel like I see every goddamn thing, right? Well, I see everything except for like the videos of, of like Bailey these promos that carry the industry, everything else yeah. I see for something. Yeah, of- I miss, I miss those also. Yeah. I, I, everything else I see, I mean, I just see. It. I see people shit on the Young Bucks. I see people praise the Young Bucks. I people, I see people talk about impact and how this is good or this is bad. I talk about how I see stuff where like Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns in the same tweet are like transcendent beings and gods among men right now. I see it all, <laughs> and also the crazy and shit I end up seeing too. So, like, my timeline kind of, you know, and you know, I don't really block people. My only people, I really block is like Enzo More. We'll get to Enzo More a little later. I got
1: blocked just, by Ryback right today. I saw that you deserved yeah. it. Yeah, I did. You deserved it. Yeah. I mean,
2: no, no, not not, <clears> not saying that you were out of line, but you say something that, that someone disagrees with, you're liable, to, you, you, and you're a stranger. Yeah. You will get. Yep. You're liable to get blocked if people just don't want to deal with with you. Regardless of, I don't think you came. I don't think you were disrespectful. But nah, I, think, I, I was but, just like,
1: yeah. hey, man, like, like, stop coming out here with this noise about yeah. don't wear a mask and yeah. don't get the vaccine. Like, stop. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and this I is why they it. took your look. This is why they took your verified check. Quit playing. Like, <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. That's that's why you got blocked.
2: That's that's why you got blocked. If you had, if you you gonna say every single thing else and not mention the verified check, you'd still you you still be able to follow the big guy. But you know you step yeah. that line. Like. I remember one time when um, Jack Swagger. This might have been right before he signed with AEW, and he had said some shit about uh, the politics have gone out of hand or- online or whatever. So I was <laughs> like, "Hey, my guy, weren't you the one with this heel gimmick that w- with the- went around with the Gaston flag, uh, <laughs> with it, uh, talking about keeping people out of the fucking country?" And, and like, hey. I didn't say anything about, "Hey, this is why you know WWE, you know, lets you fucking go or anything like that." But like, yeah, you know, that's kind of.
1: Territory you get it too. I mean, we could play our game uh that 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 we were playing, like
2: um, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot.
1: You know, me. we were we were looking for topics today. We uh, gotta save that it's... for
2: we gotta save that for when Tanya come on.
1: When it, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, for sure. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. So Tanya, if you're uh if you're hearing this, um yeah, we, we've got something specially for you. <laughs> um but yeah, uh if you don't understand what this is doing for impact, you possibly are acting in bad faith or just not looking close at the situation. Right. The reason you you wouldn't even be talking about impact right now. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so, and so yeah.
2: we talk, we we covered this in a way was that last week or 2 weeks ago when we mentioned like hey, so You do this, and you have to have somebody in mind for who you want to take the belt off him by the time you actually, you know.
1: Oh, do you want to know the new one, James? Apparently, Kenny Omega will, all of a sudden, a man who has demonstrated no problem losing to anybody has suddenly, like, he will not drop the title to anybody in, in an impact. Like, this is like the FDS thing now.
2: Is there anybody besides Chris Jericho in AEW that you believe would like show up to on TV to somebody else's and and then double cross somebody?
1: I don't even believe Chris Jericho would do that.
2: I'm saying I'll give Jericho like a five percent chance that he would be like he would agree to something and be like, wait, what? No. (laughs) Everybody else, I mean, like at zero. No, like if you don't want to do it. You don't get on the plane to go do the shit just like Sammy Guevara didn't.
1: Yeah. And he was kind of in a different situation than like you know, I don't know, like like I don't know where they get this stuff, but um you know, I just I, I just hope they they seek help. You like, know, I just hope they're okay.
2: This is not 1997 when people were doing this and it like because wins and losses were a huge click or were a huge stake on <laughs> your uh, ability to make money in the future. You have already, if you were Kenny Omega, you've you, the work has been done for that. As far as that, like your your legacy or whatever you can command, open market. That's already been decided, right? Like, nah, man. Like he knows he's going to have to lose this belt eventually. He what he's going to retire with it? He's going to do the Walter. Right. He's going to do what we envision with Walter. Ain't no impact. I am impact. I retire with this fucking belt. No, come on, man. No, so, I am
1: Kenny Omega, and I retire from video boxing. Like that's 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 like, like what? Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. As Callus orchestrates it, right? Yes. Who, who you yeah. know? Come on, man. It's ridiculous. Like stop the nonsense. Now, Please. if you were to ask me doesn't look like he's too big of a star to be doing any jobs for anybody in Impact. That's the real thing. Not the Kenny Omega won't lay down for will lay down for absolutely no one. No, he's not going to do the Shawn Michaels. Um so but that's the main thing is like if you're going to do this, you have to have your plan on who's going to be the person to beat Kenny Omega before you even um before you even think of announcing the match. So and we talked about it last week. Like that's fair. Like this other stuff is like okay, y'all y'all, y'all haven't playing games on Twitter I yeah. mean and to be fair games are to be played on Twitter that's what makes it fun um but yeah any anything else uh oh yeah so long term I don't think it's gonna do much for them long term because it's like once he's gone he's gone right um so like that's for me it's like they pop a number worst case scenario they end up back where they were it's like would you do that again to pop a number? Sure. If if there's not gonna be any, hopefully there's no long. Uh, or I imagine there's no like damage from them giving the belt to a hot, the hot one of the highest guys in in the industry and then like giving it back to the rest of the the pool of talent. I don't. I don't. I don't see how that would be a, you know, a a,
1: a bad a, thing, right? Yeah. Right. I I think Impact would the benefit would be would be using Kenny Omega as this bridge to get them until fans are back with like vaccines rolling out. A lot of people were talking about, you know, at the end of the summer, they're going to be like running back in front of fans again. And I don't know how long he's going to have the belt. I'm just kind of, you know, enjoying the ride here. I don't know who's going to beat them. We named some people last week that were possible. Um, but I think would you buy Trey Miguel yeah. in a match? What was that? Would you buy
2: Trey McGill in a title match against Omega? Not right now. Okay.
1: Um, like maybe down the road end of the year, maybe something like that. Um, and then you got to think to order, like he's going to lose these belts. Like he's probably going to lose the AEW championship first uh, rather than any other belt. Um, But yeah, I, I think, I think impact will, they, they get the, the social currency right now of all this stuff. And it's up to them to make the most out of it to like, for when he's gone, like the work that you're doing now, you're laying the groundwork for people to like even like keep an eye on you at this point.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm kind of there with you too. So that's I mean that's that's a good place to, to leave it with with Kenny and um TNA. Like, I mean I think their next pay-per-view is it, it's not bound for glory, is it?
1: No, um, their next pay per view is Slammiversary, but they've got two, um, Impact Plus shows. Right, that's in what between it is. Them.
2: That's what it is. Yeah, it, yeah, Bound for Glory is later in the year. Um,
1: yeah, and they're in the way they,
2: I think they said they're going to what the UK or Australia to to do uh, Slammiversary?
1: Uh, I think they said the UK maybe.
2: Yeah, because I mean they had they had um footage, for some reason, like I'm. Blanking on if it was Australia or if it was the UK, but I feel like it was the UK um, uh-huh. for like they're gonna actually get on the get on the plane and do that. And I'm like, y'all, we gonna see it come summertime because everybody seems like they've been fin- like between two between music tours between. They' like,
1: gonna get this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah man.
2: Like, we I guess we gotta talk. I guess we'll talk about that eventually. when We get to uh, the, the short, very short start uh, stuff, but um, yeah like these places are ready to go they try these these entertainment industries places trying to get this money like i don't know if you peeped it you know what year um all this promo was for for the uh uh uh, i'm sorry a bad bunny tour you know what year that's happening
1: 2022
2: yes he's like (laughs) i I'm finna get all my money. I'm not finna. Yeah. We're gonna wait or whatever. So no, I'm finna make all all you sickos go get healthy and then come see me. Like the it is like I think the very beginning of uh of 2022 is we you finna go do this. So like this man is building anticipation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Speaking of building anticipation, um, there was a match that was announced uh between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns uh for Friday coming up. And no, under normal circumstances, this would be a joyous occasion uh, in you know the latter household over here, um, but they've decided to throw this stipulation on there. If Daniel Bryan does not defeat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, they will banish Daniel Bryan from SmackDown. So I'm like, a, what does that mean? B, Daniel Bryan did this interview, um, you know, with BT Sport very interesting interview where he revealed among other things that he did the Wrestlemania main event and he walked out there and it was like a soulless kind of experience like he felt nothing or next to nothing uh, during it and I'm like man it's amazing what happens when you go back to WWE after fighting for your career and going through all these tests and all these neurosurgeons and getting cleared by all these doctors and busting your ass to do that and then within like three years you're like in the Wrestlemania main event again and you feel nothing like like what kind of sorcery is this? Um, He's doing the the normal teasing of he wants to wrestle other places. He hopes WWE will let him do it. I think he needs to either shit off, shit or get off the pot when it comes to that. Um Either fucking go or just sign and stop the, the lunacy like WWE is not interested in in and letting you go out here and, and barnstorm for them. Like, stop this um unless that shit is on their dime like <laughs> like you will be wrestling in nxt india like <laughs> oh you want to go around the world huh but oh yeah dan o'brien roman reigns match a it's on it's on tv it's not on peacock um and you know they probably want to pop a number which is fine i understand it but like it's a commercial break match it's a television match it's whatever um, you would think Dan Bryan and Roman Reigns would mean more, but I don't know. They did put Daniel Bryan in the WrestleMania main event, so I think they know like the dynamic that's at play there. But I just can't imagine giving a fuck about this. They're gonna go ahead and 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 beat Dan Bryan again, send him packing, and then that's the end of the the great, you know. Dan- Supposedly it was supposed to be great, Dan Bryan versus Roman Reigns saga, like, and they royally fucked it. Um. They've they spent all this time uh, putting Daniel Bryan like in these in these shadow bands over the years, keeping him away from Roman Reigns, being terrified just to do this. Um, really, they can kiss my ass with that. But I kind of want to focus on the interview. Oh, well, okay. So, real quick, <clears throat> I think that p-
2: people think so highly of Daniel Bryan that he wouldn't try to. Get himself that he that he wouldn't finesse himself in in a contract year, which is what this is.
1: Oh yeah, into, he's... A, into a into another big deal. Like this is a negotiation season, right? Like that, that that interview right. was a tactic,
2: right? Like, but that's the thing. No one's talking about it in that. No, I haven't really seen many people talk about it in that way. When it's like, hey, y'all see this Jericho do the do the Austin podcast, and that's one of the first things you think is, oh, he's trying to contract year. It's time to you know. <laughs> God. So, but it, Daniel Bryan, it happens, and this is, this is like now the second time it's happened with Daniel Bryan, and it's like
1: to be this crisis,
2: right? It's like, oh my God, WWE has has washed his man's you know love for wrestling away. Like even though they've given him you know some form of creative control as far as being able to book some of the things he wants to do, or whatever else, and all. And the word is, all he wants to do is put other people over. So it's like, for me, I think this is another part of that. Is like, hey, um you know. Y'all, y'all don't, y'all wouldn't want me showing up to, uh, Jacksonville, would you? Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, not, not, no, Daniel, no, Daniel, please, no, Daniel, what do you want, Daniel? And then now it's up, it's up for him to try to figure this out. Like, maybe, maybe he does really, we've talked about this for a while now, maybe this man is really dead set on taking his ass to Rio Mexico, (laughs) just so he can learn how to, how to catch for, for for luchas, luchadors. I don't know, man, but.
1: Maybe. I think Daniel Bryan needs to come to terms with the fact that he's a WWE wrestler now.
2: I mean, being a WWE wrestler, like, I don't even know what that means. Like, he likes wrestling. Like, he he, wrestles, it, he,
1: it, but he, no, it just means he's been there for 10 years now. So, like, he needs to, like, realize that that's who he's identified with, like, at this point.
2: Wait, so you think he's having an identity crisis?
1: Like, he's saying all this stuff about feeling soulless and, and all this stuff. And I'm like you chose this path. I don't know
2: if the if the quotes were exactly that, but I think it was, oh, I'm, I'm here in this match and it's supposed to be the biggest match of the year. And it's like, yeah, man, like this second night of Russ, second night of WrestleMania and it's 25,000 people in a 60 some thousand, 65,000 uh, uh, um, attended person arena. It's like, yeah, like that alone should make it feel that kind of that way. Like, and to be quite frank with you, it's like, yeah, it's a triple threat match. The story's not good. Like, I imagine, I can, I can see reasons to not be exactly like, yeah, this isn't like one of the biggest matches of my life. It's like, I mean, it is, but it's like, am I, am I, am I passing? Am I, am I putting somebody over that's not already over? No, right. Am I, you know, like it. It's a triple threat match. That did the, did the story was an organic story, or was it a story that was well told from the perspective of you want to see all three of these people beat the other two, uh, the other two ops up? Not really. And it's like, okay. And was there like, and is there like some? I don't know about the future, but it's like you think about you think about that. It, it's like all those factors come to him why he could have felt that way. Like obviously we don't know, but everybody is is you know when it comes to that with the context that you know, Daniel Bryan would not leave. You start thinking that like as far as I you think is, you know, he needs to come to grips that he's a WWE wrestler is like, look man, like just uh, sure, yes, he ha- that is a long place that he's been, but that doesn't necessarily make him who he is uh, or or that's how he should see himself like he wrestled a long time at a bunch of different places. WWE just be the, just seems to be the longest stop. Like mhm so for me, it's like if he wants, if he really does want to go, you know, wrestle in AAA or wrestle in CMLL, that's his prerogative. Like if he wants, to, if he wants to turn down his money making years, that's on him. Um, but I, I'm not gonna. I, I I don't know. Like if he wants to do the the, let's say the John Moxley, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho thing. The option is there if he wants to. No one's going to be like, "Nah, we don't want you." Like he can, any place will want him. So that's up to him, and we'll see.
1: I I don't know. I think I'm just ready to, to skip straight to the ending on this one, and and not go through the charade again, and. I, I'm just like, hey man, either resign or take your ass on and, and come do some real shit. Like might, <laughs> and get that be, feeling back. It might that, be that so, you're talking so about. You,
2: so you tired of getting worked. That's what makes me say you tired of getting worked. Um I think the thing for me is, um, are they about to make a Randy Orton and, and Riddle Face tag team? Okay, oh, bro. I, I oh, that's exactly what's gonna be called.
1: Has it already been called that? I think I saw someone um I think I think I saw someone to more about it.
2: Just a matter of time. Uh I forgot my point was about um about Daniel Bryan. I totally lost track of it. But um Yeah, I, I just I just think whatever he wants to do is whatever he wants to do, I and quite frankly I've had I have I've had all the if he never wrestles again, like I've I've had enough great matches and memories with him. It's like everything else for me is like a bonus. Like I say it pretty often it's like the cool thing is watching pay per views and like you'll see like someone like a Dangle Bryan or the New Day or the Usos or whoever else and they you know they're having a great match is like that's cool because I you know, I don't even watch y'all no more <laughs> like, you know, I, I, like that's cool it's not expected it. you ain't even got to do that no more and, you know you just doing it just off the, just off the love so I everything cool. with every any good wrestling I get out of WWE is just literally like just a bonus. That's funny because it's not cause, wow. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to sound profound when I say it's, it's fucking obvious. But like, they're not a wrestling. They're not a wrestling TV show anymore. Like, they're just a content factory that get. Yeah, they, they throw shit out there and then like they just take money in return and like whatever. Like oh, um, are- Nick, Con-
1: Nick Khan's a motherfucking boss. Uh, everything <laughs> I'm hearing about this guy is like, bro. Like this man, it feels like he's gonna be the one to like he's gonna double the value of this shit and sell it. Like that's why he's here. Like, like, everything, like to, Disney So whoever wants it, whoever got the money. Um I think, or NBC Universal or whatever. Oh my god. Yeah. So who's gonna like, book he, it? He's not playing no games. I I, I don't know. I, do, I haven't gotten need, that far yet. But okay. I don't since, think since we're care. talking
2: about WWE, do we need to talk about Mickey James and trash bag?
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Oh man, yes, WWE sending people their belongings with the trash bags and the little name tag. Um apparently this is a thing that's went on for a while. No one's really thought anything of it or spoken on it until now. Mickey James caught or went public with this. Immediately like Twitter explodes. Right. Uh um, there, there's Stephanie, Triple H, and John Laurinaitis tweets. The Triple H and Laurinaitis tweets are written exactly the same. Um, I
2: didn't know that. I didn't know have... Laurinaitis even tweeted. But like yeah. I saw, I saw Triple H's and like Triple H like didn't mention Mickey's name at all. He just like something happened to a former talent that was that was one- recently uh, let go, and we are firing the person responsible for 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 such an in- such an indignity. And I'm like, if you. F- This is written... This feels like it's written by somebody and it's not you because you can't even say her fucking name. It was weird. It was just weird.
1: Crazy. And it's
2: definitely like, you know, a person with some PR realized, like, yeah, like, maybe we should say her name as it doesn't make us sound like assholes. So, um, yeah. And then a bunch of people started saying, like, this one got pissed people pissed off. Because it's like, damn, y'all need... Like, it's Mickey James. Like... She's one of y'all. Even if y'all don't, even if y'all refuse to to recognize it, she's one of y'all. Like, and this how she gets treated. And people were like, you know, people heard about it, they got mad, and it became a story for like two days. And then Carano got fired. Um,
1: Bruh, and Corano got fired, and like, apparently was like woman or something was started exposing him. Said he was stealing belts from WWE and bunch A bunch of people exposing Corano and all this other shit. Yeah, so um biggest it's, company in the world. It don't have to be like this, but it is.
2: Yeah, and 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 that's the thing when it comes to a company as big as WWE is like stuff. People get fired at jobs all the time, and stuff of this ilk of of just whether intentional or unintentional but just like disrespect to people they let go like that happens all the time and people don't think of it in the, the perspective of look man this person was here um they worked for us they helped us make money they helped us as a blah 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 community of diversity or whatever else um and then, like, all it takes is one person to s- say how they've been mistreated, and you got you know the equivalent of uh, the Alabama plant of Amazon talking about how they had to piss in bottles, right? Like, this is one of those. It's like y'all didn't think that like y'all shouldn't send people shit in the trash, like that's just disrespectful. <laughs> like, that, you, like you don't think putting people shit in the trash, and and, and and even if it's a, a I'm sure it was a clean bag. We all agree it's a cl- it was a clean bag, right? Or we we say it's a clean bag. That's not the fucking point. It's a trash a bag. Don't put that it, shit in a trash like, bag. Know,
1: like, nah, man. Like, you got to send that shit boxed up. You got to put some bubble wrap. You got to put some, like, maybe a thank you card in that shit. Something. I don't know. Like, there's a way to have class.
2: Just don't put it in a trash bag. Yeah. Like, that's. It,
1: it was symbolic of how they treated Mickey James.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 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 I think that's the reason why it hit, it struck a note with so many people. Like especially for me, because like y'all didn't, y'all have never appreciated her and what she has done for the uh the generation that is now, what she has done for the company when they were, and also the stuff that y'all have subjected her to with like the shitty booking, like the Piggy James shit happened. Yep. Right. Like. So you know. I I didn't see really anybody that I thought had any damn sense not like rightfully say that this was like just just like shitty. I don't think anybody was I don't think I saw anybody that was clamoring for um, anyone to get fired, but I thought everybody was like, Okay, at least they're taking you know they're taking this shit serious, as opposed to just like shrugging it off, cause like that's that was a huge thing. And you know them they do not like you know for the villains that they are as a multi multi as a billion dollar corporation. They do not like being portrayed as a, and, and and there's nothing for them to stand on and be like, well, no, actually, right? So um they got they got Corano the fuck out of there. And then like some of the Corano stuff I saw was like people people had to smoke for him. People didn't even feel bad. Indeed. People, you know, people talk about cancel culture. We're like, oh, well, fuck him! <laughs> he, didn't that, he didn't get that. He didn't get this X. This here X. Yeah, you, know,
1: you, know, <laughs> you know, send him to the back. Like. Yeah, yeah, send him away. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's all I have on that. A yeah. uh, W Dynamite, uh, up and down show. I thought it was on the on the good side. wasn't like the one a couple weeks ago. A couple things that stood out for me: uh, the MJF sit down uh, interview sensational um Wardlow sensational talking about Jericho's like flub he said when you you know mentioned me you know you got scared and you know what it is and they're letting the, the, the war dog talk out here showing the charm the charisma and uh MJF just absolutely all time promo here just I'm a I'm a mark for your spot you know I I I'm I'm into this. AEW's, are, like, they know the fans they have. Like, they know their fans, like, host and listen to wrestling podcasts and are up on this shit. And they know there's some type of change of the guard type <laughs> thing here. How, much like, of their
2: one, how many of their one million fans are podcast hosts? A lot, <laughs> once I he, Once you said that, I just start busting up laughing.
1: You know. Um, oh but man. yeah MJ, mjf was incredible here one of the best promos of his career and that comes after he did that one a couple of weeks ago uh, he's not he took exception with the great for his age part said he's already great um and i thought it was awesome but um bro. yeah i Would thought you, it was a go ahead sorry i was gonna say what do you think about it james
2: yeah, I thought it was a a, a very 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 good promo. I, I just have a when he gets mad, I just don't buy it. Um, I don't know why, but it just it never like strikes me as like, oh, yeah, you're in danger when MJ <laughs> like gets mad. I don't and I, and and it's weird because it's like he he's doing he's doing everything right. He's doing everything right, but it just I just buy it as like, man, you're about to go out here and like y'all are not about yeah, to have no
1: need t-. to whoop somebody else.
2: I don't even know if it's that because like, for example, um, like for he's with trying to think, I don't know, but like, that's, that's how I thought, right? That's how I felt watching. It's like, this is well delivered, but I don't believe the part where you're this, this, you know, when you amped up and got, and and got, you know, and, and flared his nostrils and got mad. I didn't, I just didn't buy it, but like, it's well delivered. And then like. Then out comes Jericho. He cuss his promo, and it says like, "Yeah, you're not actually tough." I don't I don't buy it either. I was like, "Is that a, is that intentional, or is that just like something that I'm missing because of I don't know? I don't know what it is, but like, it, it, maybe it's because like that dude is a is a classic wrestler, a classic like wrestler in the terms of like going there." You, you do moves or whatever else and you do rest, technical wrestling and, like, looks good, but, like, I don't, I've never seen MJF in no type of quote-unquote physical contest. Like, a physical wrestling match. Like, a match, I'd be like, yeah, he had a motherfucking war. Like, nah, like, that's not his thing. I'm not saying necessarily saying maybe needs to have one of those, but, like, I hear the way he talks, I'm like, yeah, bro, but, like, what does got to do when you gotta wrestle, like, LAX? <laughs> man in the cage it'll bust your brain so you know obviously he's a heel like so either way like and i don't think it's tough it still works uh but mm-hmm. it's just a thing where it's like all right well i wonder how his career is going to play out in the future like if i don't think anyone was i don't think he's soft or but i think like maybe there is a place there to call him soft in an angle like in kayfabe. Mm-hmm. I, I think it might be there. I'm not sure, but
1: so what you are saying is that man needs to wrestle a Mick Foley, essentially, and earn his real man
2: stripes somewhere down the line. Like maybe he'll like maybe that'll be
1: changed whenever he has like some match with Darby, right? Uh huh. Or another. some type of death match. I mean, the yeah. man wrestled Mox, but they didn't go that. Yeah, they direction.
2: just had a, rest, a regular match with the yeah. rule where you can't do the move, and then he did it when his when the ref, ref was out. Yeah. Um. But like i mean i don't necessarily need that like i think that, i think there's a part of his heat is like yeah like i wrestle these pretty pretty clean matches in and pink ta-
1: tights or bright tights
2: yeah and i talk shit like i think it's a part of it but like i think something gets lost for me where it's like you, you, i don't know like i feel like you know you talk tough and then you don't walk tough it's kind of like eh I, I like his matches though so it's like whatever um yeah, but, yeah, I think, you know, as far as, like, setting the table with with the Warlow part, I, I felt like both of those promos not out of the parking, like, this, this. I, like, it's war games, so you know how everybody that's ever heard me talk about war games, I talk about it, the same thing, it's like, the rules are the rules for that. I don't think it's properly optimized to, like, carry through the bell time, or I feel like you can make one or two tweaks and make the, make the thing, like, narratively interesting throughout the whole entire match she got 200 capacity but it is what it is like the match is going to be great more like more time more chant more more times than not um so like and they've done a, a lot of good work i wonder are we getting any matches between them before we get to may 5th
1: um i would think they would be on not this show coming up but the next week show actually no because next week's war games no, I think everything's done. All right. Um. So, uh, the best match on the show for me uh, was the women's title match. Uh, Carl Sheeta and Ty Conti. I think this is the best match of Ty Conti's career. I went four stars on it. I thought Sheeta just absolutely demonstrated her value once again, structuring the match to fit her opponent. Um. I had to dunk on k size seats because I don't know what the fuck they were talking about with the, the, yo um, saying people were turning on Cheetah, like, or they're making her un- unlikable or something like that. I'm like, huh? Like a-, a woman, all she does is fight hard, win clean and like do cool shit and her vignettes and everything like that. What's not to like, um, I, I I think this has to do with like there's a bad undercurrent of racism when it comes with the AW Women's Championship, especially, you know, how they was talking to Riho. It's carried over to her Kar She's had the belt for a long time. I think people just want to see the belt simply change because of that. And for the fact that a lot of people are impressed with Ty Conti. And I'm like, Ty Conti is not a finished product now. She is very good from compared to what she was i think she's she will win the championship one day i'm i'm saying that now but i think you 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 got to put her through that stuff like she needs to win it from someone like a jade or something down the, down the line like but They've done a great job getting her to the point that she's at, but this it wasn't the time to, uh, to put the belt on Ty Conti when you have a Hikaru shida Britt Baker match staring you right in the face. Which like she walked out like it was New Japan after and was like, "What's up? I'm next." And but as far as the match goes, like just just incredible stuff. Like I I love the forearm exchanges, the the kicks, the uh all the transitions and the insuguries and uh the submission moves that both of them were trying and uh you know their 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 near falls they all worked uh for me and I thought that this is just another match to add to the growing AEW women's division in two thousand twenty one which has been on fire. It was weird for me
2: to see the cage side seats tweet and get me wrong like whoever is
1: running Cage Side C's, uh Twitter account like it feels like a couple different people are and it, then like sometimes they'll say I some imagine. stupid stuff yeah and then like the other times it's like they're fine
2: yeah I, I think I think they're getting themselves like trying to trying to you know I think they're trying to be ahead on on something when it's like that's not the case, bro. It's just like people are happy for Ty Conti or whatever else, especially ones in the building. But like no one, no one was turning on Sheeta, like no one was booing Sheeta. They were just rooting for Ty, and that's what happens in a baby face versus baby face title match. Like you're going to, they they want you to root for one person. Like is right. you know like you know barring the times where it's like you know back and forth you know a strike battle or whatever else, like it's not meant, it's not really meant for you to. Most most of the good ones anyway, like they set it up to where like you kind of want the title change because you know because a lot of times it's trying to build up someone that's not quite established yet, and that's what this was with, with Ty. Like Ty's been on with Anna and Dark Order and Dark Order Face Run ever since um, Brody's passing. Like they have a, they still have a lot of goodwill, and you know like like they know what they were doing when they were having her out there with Negative One. Like they know what they were doing. Um, so like yeah, they're gonna root for her. um, doesn't I mean people dis- all of a sudden have jumped the, sh- like, they've jumped the shark on Sheeta, and, or, no, just, like, she's a dominant champion, she's cleared out a lot of the division, like, what we're looking for at this point are people that, uh, for her next few matches, are, like, people that, you know, she is, that are established in the division, but, quite frankly, she's already beaten, like, you want to see another Britt Baker match, that, obviously, that wasn't when she was a champion, but that was on her way towards the title, and then you want to see her versus, like, Thunder Rosa again, like, uh, someone she's already beaten on pay-per-view, like, those are her next sets of matches. Like after that, they'll have to figure that out with who who eventually will topple her. But or if it's actually you know Thunder Rosa or or um, Britt. But <clears throat> like just like I I wouldn't want to say anything negative after a match like that. i would more I'll be more inclined to say, yo, they looks like they ha- they they have something in 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 Ty Conti that like somebody that is a a champion that uh, most people generally like um, when she wrestles. Like, people were rooting in, quote, unquote, living and dying with her, with the other person. Like, sounds like a success, not any type of failure. So, it was, <laughs> so that's why it's like, that was kind of weird. That was kind of weird to me.
1: Yeah. um, I thought Jericho's promo was awful. Um, Almost to the point. I thought of, it was like, too
2: un- cute. I thought it was too cute.
1: Like, forgetting the words, trying to sing and all this stuff. It's like, stop the WWE bullshit. Give me this. I want it dead serious. Hey. Hey, the uh, dinner debonair was was
2: on AEW television, my friend. Like th- this is who Jericho is. Jericho will Jericho is gonna have some great ones, and Jericho is gonna have some stinkers. But like most of the, but almost all the time, you can see like the thought put into it. You can always see the thought
1: put into it. It just it just didn't work. He was being too cute and you, you keep mine like right, it ain't the tone right now. Like I, I thought the tone fit for the di- dinner debonair. They was out here courting each other and and, and trying to be cute and they weren't really in, in storylines with anybody else. But like you run the risk of trying to undercut MJF like in like the pinnacle's dead fucking serious. Like they they're coming to fuck you up. San Santa and Ortiz, uh, the, the Santana promo was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, the 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 part that he had. Um I, I hated the whole thing with the Elite and Moxley and Kingston. Um you hated it? Yes. I you, I just thought it was derivative because it's like, oh like what once
2: so for me when can you tell that it was pre-taped?
1: Um I didn't even think about that.
2: Okay, so for me, they're cutting his promo and it kept and it kept going. I'm like, alright. And then I was like
1: Bro, it sounded like, like Kenny just... was about to get dead serious and give us some shit. He was like, "All oh, y'all to hate the elite," and then like, it sounded like he was about to give us some like uh, some quotable you know, some hip hop quotables here.
2: So for me, it was like they're about to destroy this trailer. Why? Well, before they even went out to Moxley, it was like before they even like some, what's that noise going on outside? It was like it's like oh, they're gonna destroy this trailer. Like, and then sure enough, going down and throw this trailer, and I'm like, oh, this is you know like. Attitude Era ass shit. It's like that's fine. Um, well, you
1: run your truck into the thing. I'm like, I'm like, who fucking Arrest this man? I, I'm just uh, yeah. Arrest man. I'm. I do not know. Like,
2: but I, but oh, I probably it, feel the same as that way. If I watch like Attitude Era shit right now, I'd be like, oh, obviously that's part of it. They kept arresting Austin. They 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 absolutely they did actually arrest yeah. Austin. It kept happening. But it's like, okay, so. One feud, he stole a car from Jericho for like it's like a half million dollars, and like the most they did was fuck up his eye. He's not in. He's not in the joint for fucking. You know, for, for you know for that. Um, and then like, and he still you know from time to time has show acts like he still has the car. Um, he, he 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 rams a truck in there. Uh, into the in, into the uh, trailer, nobody was there. We're just like, okay, like obviously you don't want anybody there, but like, couldn't you have cut away and had the guy stumble out and then you beat the shit out of him on the way out or they, or they run out something. because they're scared? I was like, I, I, it was just something to do. And like, okay, now when are we going to get a direction for what exactly is going to be happening between all of them in
1: this pay per view that's coming up? Right. Because it's like, please spin off like Moxley away from Kennedy. That's that's all alive really care about because i'm i'm about done with i think they've got all the juice that they can get out of that unless they switch alignments
2: i mean this like, iteration that- because it's like hey you change the title you clearly have demonstrated you're not going to change the title back what's next yeah. and then i see like you know the last like about a month now hangman's been number one contender and i'm like he feels cold as a block of fucking cold. ice. cold
1: I was gonna say, um, what is it with Hangman? Anytime like he gets back close, it feels like his matches start like kind of underwhelming a little bit. I, they don't quite heat up to where they're supposed to be.
2: I wasn't even on that point. It was just like, as a character, what has he done? Like, like he's they had a feud with Matt Hardy. Of like, he did the best he could do with Matt Hardy. Anyone can do with Matt Hardy, right? Like, he had a well-told story of a match and then got him the fuck out of there. And then, um, but it's like. They've been they have been slow rolling this will they or won't they thing with will he basically be the leader of fucking dark uh I'm blanking on or Dark, dark order. order and
1: I'm like, Hey man and John Silver got hurt and then
2: I didn't oh yeah, that's right, he did get hurt. That I order. totally forgot about that. Um so but it's like okay, but even if he gets hurt, like you still got Uno, you still got Gracie, you still got Angels, you still got uh, uh, Vance, like you you still or Preston Vance, you you still have like six motherfucker people there, like yeah, yeah, like yeah, Silver's gone or whatever else, but like even Uno can handle the mic work or whatever else. It, 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 so you know, I'm I'm kind of waiting for him to get to it, and then like, how does that come into play when it when you know this stuff happens with uh, Kenny, like. Are they going to be like, oh, my God, my ex is number one contender. Oh, my God, my ex is a champion. I'm number one contender. What are we going to do is, like, I, f- I don't feel like it's an appropriate time for them to have a match.
1: Same. I Like, them at Double or Nothing would be kind of I feel it's like too early. It's too Yeah, I feel right. like it's early. Like, I feel uh, like one wing angel. Like, I'm <laughs>
2: right. Like I'm thinking, <laughs> like, if you want to make him number one, you know, like, we all think is the, the appropriate person to beat Omega is hangman after what you know what the, the payoff that story but if you're gonna do that like you gotta i feel like for stuff you have to do to kind of get him ramped up no,
1: bro you gotta you gotta you get gotta him to like hangman november some shit. You might, it yeah. might be full gear right yeah right just do the fucking year title reign and then drop that shit and like and put hangman through through hell on the way there through team taz and it looks like he's going through team taz now or whatever um he's facing brian cage next week but these matches all kind of just came quick and there's not there's not like segments of hangman's personality like getting and you want to see hangman beat their ass like you're not getting that like you're getting just like okay i mean and then when you look at it it's like all right they booked starks and hangman because of like you know Starks' record has been good. Hangman's record has been good. They well, it also, is it the...
2: also where Starks is like beating the shit out of a lot of Dark Orders?
1: Uh, Call them Dark yeah. Orders. <laughs> them Dark
2: I, Orders. I,
1: I, I think so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> dark Orders.
1: Um. So another match I liked a lot was uh Christian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs. I thought yeah. Hobbs looked awesome. Um, uh, Christian selling amazing. Um. Uh, <laughs> Why do I keep coming on this show and, and liking Christian matches? Because Th- he's just a good never, wrestler. This has never really been the case. I just you know, just watched him and be like, Oh, okay, it was cool. But then like you see him uh in there with And he's different than everybody else. Right the match he's doing with Hobbs and it's like, wow, this is a perfect like thing for Hobbs. Like and it's a perfect thing for Christian too, because it's like when you look at the roster, you don't Powerhouse Hobbs isn't the first guy that you uh necessarily think, oh yeah, we should put him in there with Christian or right. whatever. Like that doesn't seem like a thing, but it's like that's interesting, uh, to me and it's new and um eventually uh Christian won. Which is right. fine because it looks like they're pushing him somewhere right now, but this was... What's so special about Hero Bread: soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?
0: These ultra-low-net carb-baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: To let you know that Hobbs is no fucking joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he fucked this nigga up, like, yeah. 90% of the match. Yeah, um...
2: I think the thing for me it's funny cause like Christian is a change of pace, but it's inverted to where like his, where you look at like most major American wrestling promotions. It's like normally the guys on top are older and they, you know, and they can't really keep up athletically with the younger guys Dang. that are comfortable spots. So they put them, so, you know, the younger guys, like the cruiserweights or what or, or foreign talent or smaller guys, they put them in a certain spot and they let them wrestle in these matches that are different and change the paces changes of pace from the, what you'd see up and down the car typically whereas this is exactly what they're doing with with AEW. AEW is all pretty much all go and then christian comes out and he has and he has these matches built on selling and a slower pace and it's like i love the variety of this show when christian's on it because like christian a christian match is different it's almost like it's it's almost like watching a konami singles match on a stardom card where it's like no, we're not no, we're not about to go like and and put pack like fifteen minutes into a ten minute match with Konami. You're about to get like a twelve minute match that feels like a twelve minute match and it's gonna and you're gonna be here and I'm gonna do my thing and it's gonna be fine at the end. Like, so I, I really enjoy his i I've enjoyed his match so far. Like I don't think he's had some classic or anything like that yet, but like the Gazarian match I thought was a was a, a kick ass match and I thought this match was very good as well. Um and like, it's funny for me because like, he is wrestling like an old man. Like, his, these, in these matches we've had so far with him, I've, I've joked about it. It's like, this man so comes you're in.
1: and man, like Jake Robertson in 1996.
2: <laughs> I, kind of. <laughs> like, he basically comes in and his, in his, it is, you know, his fighting bar, his health bar, like if it was like Mortal Kombat or some shit is green is on a hundred. And then all it takes is like one move or two moves like in the first 60 seconds of the match. And this man is all of a sudden critical at 20% in red and looking haggard and is selling and holding over their life for the rest of the match. Like, it's alert. I don't know if it's he's legitimately tired and has no gas tank or what, but it works for me either way. And I'm sitting there laughing at like how this, this man is selling. Like he's been through eight minutes of hell and like the first 90 seconds of these matches and like then the then the, you know all the stuff he's been he's been so good at throughout his career comes into play where it's like reversals and you know veteran guile stuff and timing like in in like a, a finish that doesn't feel formulaic right that feels kind of like that was the right amount this match this right this should be the time this match ends and it ends so like i've liked him so far um yep. so yeah like and that's kind of and like for me it's like this is the Christian I've kind of always have seen right like ever since I got, we got back into wrestling 2011 like the stuff he was doing from 2011-2013 like this is the wrestler he was and I'm glad that he still can kind of do that obviously he's not the same athlete but like he can kind of still be have these matches that like you like his matches and they're like different from other stuff on the card yep. so like if he gonna do this like Thank you, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's like a that's a I I think he's he offers like a very unique uh spot, and like you can kind of like anchor a couple people around him on the card. Like I think, like if you're talking about heels, like like your Ricky Starks is like we're getting that match um, next week. I believe it was like Hangman Page versus or. Stars versus christian is is coming soon mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken they did like an angle post match so very excited to see that um J- there was a jade video where she said <laughs> where all the managers are trying to recruit jade uh, so here I, I i hope jake the snake roberts uh tries to put in a bid to get jade services i just loved visual um the, or you know i heard uh, another podcast suggests uh i believe it was everything elite it was like every manager should get one week with jade or whatever uh like just like the old days how they were trying to all impress all the managers were trying to impress bam bam bigelow and the wwf and they all got to manage them like mm-hmm. once or whatever that'd be fucking hilarious i thought you were th- more along the lines
2: of talking about like Oh, like it's an official visit on campus for a recruit. That's what, that's, what, that's what I thought. That's what I thought you were going for. But yeah, like I totally forgot about the Van Van Bigelow free agency thing. Totally forgot.
1: Yeah. Um, and then there was a TNT title match: uh, Darby Allen and Jungle Boy. Um, Darby Allen, real main eventer out here. Uh, Show drew well uh, again, and this ended up um, finishing with the Last Supper you gotta remember I, what
2: exactly the technical term is for that move, but like it's a move he's been using to get people out of there for like about
1: a year now,
2: ever since yeah. Georgia.
1: It's like some leg cradle, like flip yeah. over type deal. Yeah. It's like I remember the first time I saw it, I popped. So, Same um, there. yeah, I don't know about Jungle Boy and Darby Allen being in this position, or excuse me, I, I don't want to phrase it like that. I don't know if Jungle Boy should be the opponent for Darby Allen here because Jungle Boy is kind of. I, I feel like they're torn on what they actually want to do with Jungle Boy. Sometimes he's a singles wrestler, he gets up to number three. Other times he's a tag team wrestler, but they don't ever really let him beat anybody. So it's like he's not really a threat or anything. Right. Um, but I like the match uh, well enough. I, I was, I don't know if it was maybe 3.75, but I, I think the ladies were a class of the night here.
2: Yeah, I thought the women's match was the best match. Um, This match, I probably somewhere between three and a half, three and three quarters. Um, Like, there was sloppiness um, in a way that, like, I was just not expecting. And quite frankly, like, if you tell me that they're going to have a title match between um, Jungle Boy and and Darby, like, I expect the match to be, like, a flat out great match. And I don't think this was quite that. So I was disappointed. So that might affect how I I feel about it. Um, Like, this was not Jungle Boy versus MJF. This is not Darby yeah. versus Guevara, either time. Um mm-hmm. and so and like you got to think like they're in that class so like they should look, you know, I was hoping that they look at each other and be like it's us. So we got to go do this. And like <laughs> it was a great ma- it was a good ass match. It's more than good enough to be to be a main event for any, you know, North American major show, but I I thought I was going to get a little more. I thought I was going to get a little more.
1: So the cool thing happened after the match, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page jumped in and Ethan Page put them hands on Darby Allen. Four years to the day, or like three years to the day they had their crazy match and evolve. I hope they do it again. And like I was hearing stories about how Ethan Page would terrorize this man and beat the <laughs> shit out of him. So I I can't wait to to see it again. Hmm. All right then.
2: Um you know, Ethan Page is in a lot better shape than compared to then. Oh um, yeah. So like, <laughs> maybe 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 it looks less. Maybe if they have that same kind of match, it has less of an impact just looking at it physically. Because like it, I don't want to say <sighs> Page was was bigger. So at that point, like it was almost like a Walter effect when he was if he was wrestling like the size of Darby. Now that's less so because now he looks more like a um. Trying thing to think about clean cut dude. And I mean, it's it different. It was like you know, if it was let's say Austin Theory versus Darby. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's it it. You know, it's it's. You think of stuff and it's like, all right, well, this isn't as much of a giant thing as much as like, all right, he has a height, he just a size advantage. Um, but yeah, um, they should be good. Like, what do you think they're gonna do with this this tag this tag team thing? They're getting off the ground with uh with Scorpio with with um, Page.
1: I think eventually they turn one of them turns babyface. Uh, I think it'll be Scorpio's guy, um, but <laughs> man, turn him
2: back to the light. He, I
1: I, <laughs> I like both of them, but there's something missing.
2: Oh, with Scorpio, like it's uh he seems like a he seems a bit of a wooden promo. It, like he doesn't <clears throat> he, he he he's like for forever when people were talking about like uh, i think uh, uh apollo was talking about this Apollo was talking about for for years it stuck with him that um john cena was trying to give him advice by the by asking him this question he's like who are you who is apollo and he couldn't really give an answer um and he said that, like he felt embarrassed and it stuck in his mind for a while now he's kind of learning you see what he's doing um right now regardless of you know, like he's a good ass promo, and we didn't know that uh, a year ago. And like, this is something that Vince will try to do something with. Like, he loves him a foreign a foreign heel, um, but from America, yes, with a fake accent, yes, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> can I get my can I get my points?
1: <laughs> Go ahead, sir.
2: Like what you're saying is absolutely valid. Yes, but, like, let me get my point. Um, So, when it comes to Scorpio, like, the stuff they were doing in the beginning when, you know, he's doing all this, like, uh, he's doing a lot of cool stuff where, you know, he has to wrestle in, in street clothes or he's out there in one shoe or or all that stuff and he's or he's doing it for his team. He's doing it for something greater than himself. Like, that is typical classic white meat babyface stuff to where, like, you think that's cool and not think about, like, well, what's his character? What's his character? Because it's like... Bro, like not everybody needs to be a fucking character. Like, there's eight yeah. there's eight million people. You'll be exhausted on on AEW television. Everybody had a character. Like, this is not Russo television. Fuck out of here with that.
1: But, um, what's my character? My first name, and my last name. <laughs> Fuck you. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so. But but with him is like they were so hot and cold with him for so long that it's like he's now a heel and he's mad at Darby for you know. You know, more or less, uh, seizing the opportunity that he never really—they never did—and um, it's like, all right, so what's? Are we gonna start getting promos on that? Are we gonna start, you know, showing him getting angrier? And it's like, nah, it's more or less like, all right, why not tag him with with, with Page almost at random? And we gotta see what uh what common uh. Th- what co- within, what they have in common and it was like I don't think we've had that yet and it's like it seems like they're always so low key on whatever they're gonna get to with, with Scorpio Sky. It's like we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, and it's like well you never really ever gotten to it on Dynamite. Like maybe they've done some of this stuff on BTE or on um, either of the Darks, but I don't really see people talking that kind of way. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. um yeah, but that'll wrap up the AEW part. Yeah, man. Um, so NXT had three good ass
2: matches. Um, first match was the the debut of Saray versus Zoe Sky. Um, she walks up. Um, um, she walks into the uh the the area or into the facility and is greeted outside by Regal, and. Um, she he's also with Anoki. Uh, 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 what's his first name? I'm Simon. Bl- Simon Anoki, and he it doesn't say a word. Just walk, just just there, and you're like, oh, and it made me pop because of the JMO question from uh, last week's show. two um, weeks,
1: and, right.
2: and the, Zoe comes out and says, "Hey, I know you had a match planned for her, but you know I've followed her over career, and I would like to wrestle her." And she also said the same thing to to, S- to and. Um. Everybody all agreed to it, so they had a match, and boy, you know, my concern was, you know, are they gonna are they gonna let her kind of be her? Obviously, she can't do all the things she does. she absolutely won't be allowed to do head drops, whatever else. But one thing I didn't think of in the compromise was, well, she throws this violent um forearm to the chest, and like it's not the head or the neck but it's the chest, and she can still do that stuff, like, obviously, if she was in Japan, she still throw it to the, to the neck and head, but they just let her and, and, and Zoe just hit each other with fucking forearms to the chest, and knees, and, like, they saved her kicks, like, she didn't go crazy with her kicks, uh, uh, Sarai did, but, like, she saved, like, her big savate kick to the head, and then, like, she still, they still gave, let her use the, um, the Saito uh, suplex as a finish, um, and but yeah, like it was a great showing. Like they are straight up making her sure she's a baby face. They had her work underneath against Zoe, and Zoe's kind of tall, like 5'7. Saray's like 5'1, five five nothing.
1: What I heard, this was like a uh, like it was supposed to be a, a, a Saray showcase, but uh, Zoe was the one that was really uh, in, in control here. It was a that's but that's the thing, right? They the
2: crowd NXT knows in full cell those guys. That fan base and that, and that, that, like, those, like, 25 people, um, they know Zoe, they've seen her for about a, a month or two now. They don't know Saray, so, like, at first, they're rooting for Zoe. So, Zoe, with that size advantage, is like winning most of his match and looking impressive, right? Like, this is probably most impressive she's looked since, um, her EO match, her debut. So, then all of a sudden. Sarray starts fighting back and then he's like, Oh, she's fighting back from underneath against a woman that has like seven inches on her. Mm-hmm. There's your story. So like they made her a, a bit of an underdog and she's like, they've hyped up Saray so much. And like, she's working and she's getting her ass kicked to start off. And then like, she starts, she gets up and then she starts firing back with the farms and, and, um, like it was a back and forth match. Like, it, she absolutely did not have 50% of his match. She probably had like 35% of his match, 40% of his match, but um, the stuff she did, she was effective. And like, the thing that I was concerned about was like, what he let her wrestle, you know, in a style resembling what she, what she, you know, looked like in Japan. And so far so good. Um, But basically, um, match ends on a, uh, Zoe goes up, goes for her. um, I think it's a, I think it's a, a, not not shooting star press, a four fifty. Uh Saray ducks it, hits her with hits her with a shot. Um <laughs> hits her with a surviv kick to the head. Uh hits her with a forearm to the to the neck and then uh side toes her for, for the win. Um so Nick gets her up and hugs and like impressive match. Like this pretty much killed two birds with one stone. It's like it reminds you that Zoe's impressive. Don't forget about Zoe but she's gonna be putting someone over. Um like I think she's kind of in the role that like Tegan was in at the, at, at first. Um, but, uh, Zoe anyway, but yeah, like that's, it was a really good match. Um, second match was Kushida comes out. Um, no shoes, no shoes. He has the ankle wraps on, um, which he then proceeded to slide in and out of like three or four times in the match, but managed to not botch anything. Um, comes out, says, um, you know, got this opportunity, I'm the champion, now I'm gonna pay it for more or less, um, who want, he literally holds the belt, and like, you, it made me think of like, you want some, come get some from John Cena, and said he's like, who wants a title shot, <laughs> he said it's just like that, Only oh, comes down to the ring, um, and they just proceeded to <laughs> kick the shot of each other, shot the shot of each other, and, it was it was a fun match, um, and as I mentioned, Sheeta a couple times slipped. Like he went for a big punch, and like uh, after ducking a move, and like he slipped, but then he he still connected. Um, but ultimately, Kushida has been winning with the uh, hoverboard lock. Uh, I end up giving it his three and a half. Like I also the gave it the same rating as the Zoy Sky and um, Surrey match, um, and then they opened the show, the main event. Or uh, showing the man if makes some sense. Open the show with O'Reilly. O'Reilly's being a goofball, talking about how, you know, he, he feels good and uh makes some jokes with the crowd. And then Cameron Grimes interrupts and says, Hey man, you know, um, I've been trying to collect this in or this IP for the air and i there put, and you know, I helped you out with some with some stock tips or whatever else, you know, like how about you sign on with the brand? He's like, yeah, man, I would do that, but you know, I um, I have a I have an opponent today. I can't really figure out who my opponent is. It's not, and he's like looking around. He's like, it's not you. And he puts on the shades. Like, oh yeah, it is you. And Dex uh, Grimes in the face, and then Grimes later on in the show, um, is saying that he just purchased a NTL or N or NFT, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he finds out that after the bid, he got outbid. Because it was such a huge money sum that they had to give it to the person that bid after the bid the auction that closed, and the person that won was Ted DiBiase. So they're yep. they're going to bring DiBiase onto the show eventually. They're actually yep. going to pay that shit off. Um, I think so, DiBiase
1: is working backstage uh, in NXT. I didn't know that.
2: Okay. I so, found that out recently. Okay, so um, he blows a stack. You get to the main event anyway, and it's just like. You forget, like, all, this, all the goofy shit with Grimes. Grimes still rustle his ass off, and they had, like, a four-star match. Um, they're just... <laughs> oh, man. Like, there's so much shit. Basically, the, the thing I remember mostly from the from the match is um, beginning of the... Early in the match, O'Reilly is, like, trying to take him down over and over and over, trying to get his legs, try to put him in a hill hook, and Imeri rolls and all that kind of stuff. He actually, like, gets him, like, almost like a shoestring stru- stru- tackle in the center of the ring. And then Grimes escapes, and then literally... Backflips behind uh, O'Reilly and then Everett's German suplex him out, uh, onto the mat and then O'Reilly rolled out of the ring t- and melted onto the floor. Uh, you know, and then they just did a lot of shit just like striking back and forth, uh, strong style type stuff and kicks and knees and uh, there was a point where O'Reilly actually got him in a guillotine and then could have won the match with a guillotine, let him go and Grimes was basically uh, on his knees and O'Reilly hits the ropes and comes back and just hits this man with like basically a penalty kick but it was a knee instead It was, <laughs> they beat the shot of each other uh, the finish ends up coming after um, or the finish is O'Reilly goes the top rope and drops and hits the knee drop or whatever else gets the pin really good match real good ass match Um, so uh, other stuff of note they had to eat Interview with EO. Um, she says she wants another shot at, at Rhea eventually, but she's going to take her time at rest because she said she's tired from carrying the division. And the outcome's um, Frankie Monet. And she says, hey, I'm a fan of yours. By the way, Frankie Monet had, like, attitude-era level cleavage in this thing. I was like, I couldn't stop looking. That's a, that's a me problem. But I was like, wait,
1: Res- they, respectfully.
2: Right. <laughs> right. So um she basically put herself over and did, you know, passive aggressive stuff of you're great, but I'm better and I'm and while you while you take your break, I'll just take your spot. And then EO stood up and cussed around in Japanese and then like while Frankie was holding the, the dog said, I hate I, I like cats and then walked away. Um Eo Shirai, also a cat person. I did not know that. I did yep. not know that. I don't be keeping track of who's a dog or cat person. I don't, like, am I, what am I? What am I? Uh,
1: you own a dog, James, don't you?
2: My family owns a dog. I don't own a dog. <laughs> my family owns a dog. I have, no. I have no. Known... I, I am from a dog family, but I am not necessarily a dog person. Not to say I don't like dogs. It just, I, if it were, in my situation, I just wouldn't do pets because I, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need a companion that much. Like, it, it's fine,
1: but whatever do you funny funny thing so i've had um my wife's family dog with me the last couple of days and uh like i think it'll be her like two more days if i'm not mistaken um golden retriever lol um but it it was actually what, what's so lol about it rich well you know um
2: that white ass dog <laughs> The whitest dog you can get.
1: Look, uh it it is um he, he he was real good today. Uh he, he, low stakes, you know, he he not tripping or nothing. So I
2: mean he, been around, it, he hasn't been, around been around
1: that yet. Look, that dog has known you for years now. Yeah.
2: should be no beef.
1: Yeah, so well, yeah, I was like, mm, I am a Rich Aladdin, I'm a cat a cat person. So um were you afraid that, that the dog was gonna spell the cat on you? No.
2: Not not literally, metaphorically speaking. <laughs>
1: nah, nah.
2: But okay. yeah. Interesting. Like, oh, this is a cat person. I don't fuck I don't fuck with with, my, with this person. <laughs> nah, you be around cats. Fuck you. Nah, that's just app, man. Yep. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of anything else important worth worth noting. Um oh, when in the main event. Um, as Arada was coming down to the ring, um, Cross was backstage at the ramp, and they had a stare. They had a stare down. Um, so you know, they kind of they they've showed you that like eventually you're gonna get that match. So um, don't 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 fuck with me. Like give like we are now following the KG principle. We are following the KG principle. Why the fuck will you show me something I can't have? That's basically yeah. the, the KG core, uh, principle. It's, it's a version, you know, it's an updated version of check off the gun. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, uh, that pretty much is NXT. I mean, trying to think of other things worth talking about. Um,
1: so we got some questions uh, in the Discord uh, we yeah. can go to. If I don't, you want. I don't think there's
2: anything else really worth talking about. But it was a good show. Uh, I, I thought gotcha. both shows this week were good shows as far as the the X Wednesday show. So, um, good week of wrestling. <laughs>
1: All right, let's see what we got oh, here. Oh, wait,
2: wait, wait. Do we do we need to talk about the LA Knight versus uh, QT Marshall crack match?
1: No, don't know? I, I, don't, I, I don't know.
2: Look, man, between LA Knight cutting these promos like The Rock and then bumping like The Rock and then yep and then that that match with Billy Gunn with the QT Marshall where he exclusively did almost every fucking mannerism from like 1998 9 rock it it was like hey we have to get these two in the ring somehow and there can only be one on some Highlander
1: shit wow Or can they just you know do the the, the joint the fusion? The fusion? Fusion, yeah, just do the fusion. <laughs> look, if I'm LA
2: Knight, if I'm LA Knight, I ain't trying to fuse with Q.T. Marshall. Like you want?
1: Sure, yeah, my- I would learn to work.
0: Look,
2: <laughs> well, my, my look, this is I'm in WWE. You want me to have a worse physique and try to make it here? <laughs> what?
1: Oh man, um, so. As far as mailbag, um, yeah, so we got uh, JML. He said, "Will you be watching the WWE anime?" No,
2: I don't watch. I don't watch regular anime.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say I don't watch regular anime or WWE. So like,
2: <laughs> like, I mean, there might be something I might watch if it's like a train wreck or if it's bad. But like, you know, most things that are WWE adjacent aren't bad. Like the only thing that's really bad about WWE is like their chaotic booking you know yeah. and like they're they're in that storytelling time to time like there's talent up and down on camera and off camera we know that um that was now,
1: another question okay
2: as far as uh the anime thing like nah man i haven't watched and i haven't watched any anime since i think the last thing i watched was going back and rewatching like gundam wing and i think i only got i think i only got like 80 percent of the way through but that's that's pretty much it like i wasn't I was pretty much only watching, like, the stuff that was on, that was dubbed and put on American television. Like, as far as going through su- uh, subtitle stuff, it was never, really, I would never really went that deep into it, no.
1: I have never watched anime in my life. Um, yeah, you don't like,
2: you don't like animation at all, though. So, like, so, it's, yeah. so like, it's not so much as it being an, an anime thing as much as just a
1: no cartoons thing for rich. Yeah, like, I watched Nickelodeon. I watched, like, Doug and, like, Rugrats and Wild Thornberry. Okay. And- so it's more than oh, I, I remember. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um cat dog. Shit oh like my that. God, cat dog. Cat dog. <laughs> um hey Arnold. Um right, right. So he also says, why do people always want to compare a new crime show to the wire?
2: Well, um, for my money, the wire is probably the best show I've ever seen. Um, for me, like, I think that it covered black people's humanity in a way that you rarely ever see on television, especially back then. Um, like, even though we've had more black shows or shows with majority black casts, I don't think we do a good job. I don't think a lot of these shows really, uh, cover people's humanity, uh, as well as, um, The Wire did. Um and keep in mind like I watched The Wire um in one in basically one binge watch uh run what was that two thousand seven? No, it was two thousand eleven. Was it two thousand eleven?
1: I think it was twenty eleven, yeah.
2: You're right, because yeah, yeah, the last season is two thousand seven. You're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So so it's it's yeah, it was later on. But uh I was in Miller binge stuff and I kept hearing over and over and over for years, like, this is one of the greatest shows ever, this might be the greatest show ever, and then I watched it. And then I I was so blown away by the time I got to like season th- uh, shit probably season three I was like hey Rich you gotta start watching this shit and then he ended up uh, picking up on it and like we both loved it and we talked about it for for a while um I think he's going back be- you started rewatching
1: it again uh, this year I, right I, I, I rewatched it last year last like, year the whole okay. thing and yeah. and, and watch it with Catherine so okay so she's now a wire person yeah so I never gone
2: back I want I probably should because um you know like I. I bro season two
1: season two again the second time is fucking amazing Mm -hmm. like it's like yeah wow like it's like there there's a lot it's just you start seeing stuff that you didn't catch before you know everybody's fates you know and when they when they start getting introduced again it's like huh and then like bro like i you know got to watch Bubbles' journey the whole time and like when bubbles walked up the stairs I started tearing up and I was just like it was it was like I already knew what happened and just seeing them you know walk up the steps again it was just great But was bubbles, my favorite character but um, and uh, yeah but yeah. I, I, I would yeah. probably say you know as far as like comparing new show to the wire you know what the wire is a standard um, and people want to have that debate because you know like if yeah. they haven't seen the wire, like they probably heard about the reputation of the wire, and yeah, you know
2: yeah and and the thing about it is there are very few shows that have casts that big, right that are regular slash recurring where you feel like so many of these roles people knocked it out the park and like the universe makes sense. Like you, like there'll be stuff that you'll see. Um, I remember, I remember hearing this at the time and I thought like nobody has that kind of foresight, um, or to be able, or that kind of budget to get, pull the stuff off. But like, you'll see people that are important in season one that are not important in season five. You'll see mm-hmm. people that are in season two, that will then become very important in season four. And, and then you'll see stuff that pays off. Um, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very well told show and a very tight show, um, compared to what you normally, you know, normally get. And don't get me wrong. Like I've seen a lot of, of, of good television, right? Like, but it this one just stood out particularly to me. But the fact is like, you don't really get to see that, that, that kind of diversity of humanity of black people like you have you have lesbian um, love you have you have gay love like you have poor people you have well off people like you obviously I'm not saying like something profound but like back in 2000 what 2001 2007 like yeah. even then while we were aware of all the you know the lack of stuff that we had but like it was just like it was really well done um and like there are villains that are villains. There are villains you root for. There are good people that that are that you like. There are good people that you hate. There are people that you change your mind on throughout the show. Um,
1: I can tell you one other thing. I was damned I was standing in Sharon when uh, Stringer got shot again. <laughs> I, I was happy to, to see that fuck nigga get it again.
2: Yeah, and I, I, and that's also another story that I think is like not to, when we talk about humanity. Like I think that the Avon and Stringer stuff.
1: Like, oh, that that scene on the balcony before they they, they they the last time they see see each other hits very differently the second time you see mm.
2: it. Okay, like I, I think like their story of one of them is street smart, the other one is book smart, and the the way people think about both of them and the way both of them are judged and the kind of respect that both are given in certain areas is based off the fact that like one is you know, book smart. Another one is street smart is like very telling and very and pretty accurate. How we uh, view people in uh, black people. So it's like, and how, you know, some people are found relatable and some aren't um, uh, in the justice system. So it's like, I, I, I just think it's a really good show. I just think it's a, or not really. Good, I think it's a great show. I think it's all time show. I don't think I've ever seen a show better than it. Like I've seen episodes of television that I think are, are better than the best episodes of, um, of, the wire but like just like for five straight seasons um i don't think i don't think it is a show that has five better seasons other than like the simpsons that have been running for fucking forever but i mean like as far as like an actual short-term thing that actually had a beginning middle end and not as some like procedural that has gone on as long as like law and order or some shit like that like i think that i think that the wire is it
1: same um jml says james you did you watch the for the culture show and do y'all think there's a market for a mostly black independent wrestling promotion
2: um i have not seen for the culture um but uh the other answer is yes i Um, think there
1: is too and i think there are places like i believe in uh atlanta there's like atlanta wrestling entertainment if i'm not mistaken of course we have seen like house glory i think is more mainly black and latino if i'm not mistaken uh i think you know any big city it would be a you know big market
2: yeah yeah for it yeah i mean and i'm, I'm sure he and it's I'm all sure about he like the know, same you just curious like I, I i just think that i think the talent um i think the talent is there just we have to find it or, or become more aware of it and um i think it'd be a great showcase for for people to get you know to get so, some recognition like I forgot who it was, but somebody did a run did basically like a PWI of like three hundred uh, African American wrestlers.
1: Righteous Ridge. And I was What's like, three
2: hundred.
1: Like he got a, he he got up to five hundred actually this past year.
2: So my, my so my point is like, if you can if you can get if there are five hundred black wrestlers in this country, like what does that what does that say for? what we watch on a is basis as far as like the, the reaching out for defined talent is like the talent is actually actually there. It's just like, and let me wrong. like, I'm sure a lot of them are, I'm sure a good number of them does. Like if I went through 500, uh, the 500 they, pretty much
1: all of them are on the, on the big two rosters.
2: Right. And I was going to, if I was saying like, if I had to go through not WWE, not AEW, 500 top, uh, uh, you know, white wrestlers or whatever else. It'd be the same thing. We're like, yeah, I'm sure there's some talent left. left, I'm sure there's a lot of talent left to be there left there. And I'm sure a lot of these people also stink, but for some reason, quote unquote segregation of, uh, circles, social networking. Some people are getting, are able to break through or get to get to certain spots. Some aren't. And I think that this is kind of needed.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, like, if you can get someone with some type of money, like, you would think, like, someone like Master P would be, um, like, a perfect injection for House of Glory in the Northeast. If You can get, uh, like, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment popped off more, and then you combine that with, you know, because there's black trainers out there. Like, uh, my boy JB Cool, I believe he trained Red Velvet, if I'm not mistaken. Um, A.R. Fox was a great trainer out there. Um, that there's still there's still veterans around like Tuka Scorpio is so still active.
2: That's what I was meant to ask you. Um, I don't know. How, I had thought of something I was going to ask you. Like, is Ar Fox the best black wrestler that's not that hasn't like been done matches currently? That hasn't done matches in AEW or WWE.
1: I would think so.
2: Um, or would he be the person that you the most people point at anyway?
1: I think you would. I think Fox has like unhirables on him. Mm. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, I think he I think he is like uh like they, they scrubbed his social media and like, like stuff came back. <laughs> okay. I'll, look, I'll I'll tell you off off the air. But um so the next question comes from Zach. He says, uh, Rich, with your new Rus- sub to Russell Universe, have you started to dig into their archives for gems?" I have, Zach. Um, so I got a recommendation from MJ Does PR to watch Tessia Endo versus uh, Kunosuke uh, Takeshita from Peter Pan 2019. Absolutely incredible. Five-star match. Um, just all the athleticism you want. The near falls to draw and a crowd going absolutely apeshit. Um, them just doing shit that is like oh my god like i was grabbing the gifts and sending them to the to the group and all that um i'm trying to get more you know I've, i don't have all the, the time that i wish i had to to dive deep into the archives and everything like that but um i'm definitely interested in following noah for sure um and then you know the big match ddt stuff uh and tokyo Joshi. whenever you know i hear you know someone i'm interested in um you know has a big match or something um
2: yeah i think i think aside from like mizuki and hmm, there might be one or two other people like everybody that you know of like you know like you know me yamashida like I, pretty much everybody that you know of in tokyo Pro pros are like those are the those are the very best of that roster um like aside so aside from like mizuki you you pretty much know everyone you need to kind of know until you're just, if you're just trying to hunt for for good ass matches um so i think you pretty much kind of have that covered
1: yeah um very excited like uh to to check it out so uh it it, it is a little hard to navigate um uh, trying to trying to learn the menus and and everything like that but um i'm definitely interested to see who's going to take the belt off of uh you know who's who's going to win the race to get to get to keji muto <laughs> and and also, um, you know, I when Takeshi comes back, you know, whatever he's doing, in Tetsuya Endo for sure, I'm a big fan of both of those guys. Um, the young boy Joshua Smith he says, James, what will you do when it's time for Rich to recap his dives into the DDT archives and big events? Will James come up with a catchphrase for introing the Cyber Agent music? Probably not. Um, like yeah.
2: as long look, right. we.
1: I kind of want to just watch that stuff to enjoy it, like rather than review it personally. Yeah, especially because, like, we don't really do much retro stuff. Um,
2: like, I, I, I guess there's a place for a retro review somewhere, but I mean, I kind I kind of did with uh, NXT, then not forever. But um... nah, man, like. <laughs> If you come out here and you want to start watching like the red light, green light matches and and them fighting inside <laughs> and them fighting inside of uh inside of mall department stores the like,
1: cinematic uh, yeah, last man standing match
2: Yeah, like you can yeah, like you can like record it on your own accord and send it to me. Like I ain't got to sit here and sit through it. Like what the fuck? Like so like, you know, we were talking about that? Uh, I think it was last week. Like, yes, there's a lot of good wrestling DDT. There's also a lot of shenanigans. It is, it, it is the indiest of indie wrestling when it wants to be. Like, I, like when it's at its worst, like I refer to it as ass to mouth wrestling. So, like, I'm so, so like, I don't want to, I don't to have to sit through that shit sometimes. If it's like, yeah, I know James has, no, it, it will get no uh, value or enjoyment out of sitting through this review, other than like him that's sitting there is like he wishes that he'd be doing something else or he's looking at his phone. So it's like, if you want to do that, cool. Just record on your own time and send it to me and I'll add it to the show.
1: (laughs) Um, still burger bun says, is there any way to save Bray Wyatt's career at this point?
2: I don't think his career is ruined. I think he's fine. Like he will he'll always have a spot in WWE. So like, I don't, I think that's overstated. Like you mean, like as far as critically, no, nah, it's kind of toast. It's I'm about of to toast. Say,
1: like, I don't see there's any way like Bray Wyatt coming around to like, oh, I'm excited to watch him. Like that's that ship is sailed. That yeah. sailed like years ago. What James said, uh, he's in great standing WWE. Uh, they love him. The people love the fiend for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I I I think as far as you know, will he will he you know. Come up with something that's like, yeah, I got to see that. Probably not.
2: Ship yeah. um, sailed on that, man.
1: Uh, MJ does PR says, are you most interested in covering Noah DDT or Tokyo Joshi Pro? Will you guys start by covering the big events? I'll say if there's something that I feel like is unavoidable or just like absolutely great, I will cover it. Right, but as I was just saying personally i kind of just want to watch it just as a low pressure low stakes thing and you know just kind of enjoy it and find new wrestlers to to mark out over and um that's pretty much it but um i don't know if this is another question but um yeah, Stale Burger Bun again. He said, what's the end game for Kenny's belt-collecting gimmick? It's pretty much assumed that Hangman is beating him eventually, but if he only challenges for the AEW title, it devalues the other titles Kenny collected. I disagree with that. Um, or if someone each defeats Kenny first, it devalues Hangman's win because H- Kenny's already been defeated. It's a cool idea, but it kind of feels like they've written themselves into, the corner, into a corner. Uh, I would say, personally... The only one that he would really be able to challenge for is the AEW title. He's not an Impact wrestler. Um, It doesn't make sense for him to challenge for the AAA belt. He's not going to do that. Um, And his main priority would be to AEW. Like, if you've seen how Moxley was handled when he was the AEW champion, when he's anywhere, he's not losing or anything like that. Right. Um, Tony Khan's respected other promotions. Like when Pac like came in, he's a dragon gate champion. He can't lose. They didn't, they were like, all right, let's just not make you lose then. Right. <laughs> so, is agreed um, upon the, like the these, a- are, these, the co- AEW build is the top belt
2: here. Like these companies so. all are not idiots. They all know what everybody else is doing and selling and what people are getting into. And they all have an aware of like where they are in the totem pole. Like, outside of WWE which is number one so it doesn't even matter if they're delusional like they're number one so who gives a shit but like everybody mm-hmm. is aware like where they're, where people where they're, they're standing are in the pecking order when it comes to people's demand for wanting to see matches come from this wrestler on this promotion and coming to another promotion so like this all works in concert like people don't double cross people like this isn't the fucking 80s right Where territory people do that like
1: right. for
2: example Riho before she signed to uh a w probably never get signed to uh stardom stardom probably has no interest in think whatever like she was in got a move she did tokyo doshi pro she was rust you know she's wrestling in these small venues we have better wrestlers right um she signs with AEW. she needs somewhere to to go she because at this point like she's going to be she's being positioned and being groomed to be the AEW, the first AEW women's world champion she can't be wrestling move no more right like she has to be she i mean she had already started doing that by doing uh Joshi pro but it's like all right go to the biggest uh joshi company in, in japan right ends up in stardom was there for 18 months or so right she and when she signed there was agreement she will not do a job she was there for 18 months. They had her wrestle. She probably wrestled close to 80 matches for, for Stardom. Um, Well, less because of the pandemic. So probably like 50-something matches for them. And she never did a job. She lost matches when she was tagging with someone that took the, ate the pin for her. But she didn't do jobs. And she was the high-speed champion. She defended it two or three times. And then she lost it in a three-way where Starlight Kid took the pin. And then she, um, her last match was the year-end climax, uh, where she tagged with Azumi. I think they won that match, and Azumi gave her after the story, after all the jokes with uh, Utami, with, um, with you know, I'm, I'm trying to get you into Queen's Quest. Um, your your last match is tagging with the, the the person that won your belt when you didn't get pinned, and like we'll make you honorary member of Queen's Quest for one day, and here's your pink Queen's Quest mask. I have a problem with it. Like, I know at the beginning, people got upset that she never did jobs. It was like, it's stardom. I mean, it's stardom. That's AEW. They're on They're on television. Y'all are just getting television on, re, doing re, half-hour recap shows at different times of night, like, in Japan. Like, it's, they understand this. So, like, when Riho will be on the, will be in, like, the second or first match, a couple times we get frustrated because I would like to see what she could have done wrestling a Julia, a Tam, a Mayu in singles matches or whatever else. I would like to have seen her in a, um, a grand Prix, but she can't do jobs. So it is what it is. Like, so they, they made an arrangement. She was every 18 months. They, they put her pretty much right in the middle. She did no jobs. And I would say it's a success. Like she made probably more money than she ever made in Japan. And she was a AEW women's champion had a four star matches from time to time on, um, in Jacksonville or, or on the road. And then the shit got shut down and she was basically stuck in, in Japan wrestling in like the second and uh the, the second first or third match. And then she left and now she's back in AW in the tournament. She I like a couple of her matches. I haven't really seen anything from her since then, but it's still the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, you know, with Kenny thing, it's like he's on top of the mountain right now, but like that doesn't last forever. Right. Autumn like There's gonna be a process of giving these belts back. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, there's gonna be a process of giving these belts to who they need to get to, and yeah, so and and a regular Um,
2: well-built company that cares about their belts, like the the mega belt. Who knows? He might have that belt for for a decade, for all we know. They don't give a fuck about that belt. Correct. They don't give a fuck about belts in Mexico. Like one of the big one of the biggest things that I think, like I always say this, like I don't understand why triple a cmll aren't bigger deals to american fans when like we love all the talent but we don't watch their shows even though the shows are fucking free on youtube or on twitch or wherever else or or on facebook but then you see like they their matches have have garbage finishes all the time ref ref bumps hill cheating refs all the damn time um and they don't care about their belts so it's like, yeah, now I kind of see the obstacles. They don't care about that shit that we care about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It don't matter. They're packing arena Mexico every Friday night.
1: Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty much it.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, quick stardom notes. Stardom had shows canceled, which, uh, because of in Japan, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, certain prefectures um, are being shut down for a, lot, a week uh, to kind of avoid golden week, you know, cause they have in the first weekend of may, they have a bunch of holidays all together and they called it golden week. Um, um. So in Tokyo, Tokyo's prefecture, I believe Osaka's prefecture. And I think one or two other places they have, they're certain, you know, basically their States, they're shutting uh, those down with state of emergencies. Uh, so stardom had, their Golden Week, which got shut down uh, last year because of COVID, so we, that got we missed out on that. Um, this year has been altered as well, which kind of sucks. It's like 2019 Golden Week was like one of my one of my favorite stretches of stardom, you know, since watching. Like you had that's when B won the title. That's when Azuki had the high, like, mat, the high speed match with Starlight Kid. That was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the best cell five i matches ever seen. That's when you had like. Um, Tony Storm there and she was like wrestling some a member on each produced show. So like the like the stars produce show is her versus Tam. The uh-huh. um Queen's Quest one is her versus Momo in a draw. Her versus um or her on the Oedo Tai show is her versus Miyagi. Um like her versus uh TCS is her versus Konami. So like that was a fun week. Um and then you also had a bunch of goofy stuff like the you know the rock paper scissors tournament, the sword fight tournament, the inflatable sword fight tournament. Um, I think Queen's Quest or not Queen's it was TCS's um, main event was them versus Oedo tying like a trios, money's on a pole match, not on a pole but a <laughs> cro- on a wire, and they basically treat like a ladder match with no ladder. Like they were just doing goofy shit and like fun shit at the same time and really good matches. So like that's when I like really really enjoyed uh, that stretch. So it sucks that like the last. Last year we didn't get it at all, um, and then this year like it's kind of being altered. But like some of the shows still there because a lot of a few of the shows weren't in the one the the uh, states getting shut down. So it's still kind of mm-hmm. intact. Um, the Cinderella tournament um, final, like the last half of the tournament, that was going to be on the 29th. That's getting pushed back. I'm assuming it's going to get pushed back to the Corken Hall in like the middle of um, May um, to finish that off. But yeah, that's that's more or less it. Uh, only other note really is they had a uh, Shuri match versus Shuri and Julia tag match with a 15 minute time limit against Azumi and Momos. What do you think happened, Rich?
1: A draw.
2: Fifty-minute time limit draw. It was one of the more un, it was one of the more disappointing, uninspiring. Um, time limit draws i've seen from them i was like i was going into a thing like they're about to have a killer 15 minutes it was it was good um but they're gonna have the match and you know it's those four so i i expect it to be great whenever they have it nice yeah um so that's pretty much it is there anything else you want to get to
1: um i'll email you a song uh pop freestyle uh from the mixtape on the end of the show okay um, so those of y'all want, want to check it out time travel too kind of soon
2: yeah um, so yeah uh, that's the end of the show be sure to rate us on whatever app you're using listen to this with uh, go to the Red Circle and um, hit us up with a donation um, we work hard for y'all so y'all can put in a little taste uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out right, go to pro
1: new, new, new shirt on pro wrestling tees olds on top <laughs> celebrating all the olds in professional wrestlings um uh, <laughs> make sure y'all go ahead and cop that. It's I was aware of this. Font.
2: Rich making decisions yeah. unilaterally.
1: minutes rich, Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit's um, pretty funny. DJ. So, DJ. Uh, yeah, so check it
2: out the com slash soul suplex like so pick up uh, some more of gear, some more merch. Um and check out the other shows in the network. This show Malaysia Radio, C Strong right there, Style, right? the Ricky and nah. Clyde Wrestling Podcast. Growman so to watch this shit. Is, you gotta wait for the great consecutive podcast.
0: If it's suplex, the all things elite Great like match Generator. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Yo. Peace. Don't even tempt me. got i full of envy. When I'm rolling through the city, many want to end me. Long as truth on the wheels. I'm unleashing all the skills. Get real. I'm above like a windmill. Too hot. I be bringing up the windshield. I need Buffalo linemen. Big bills. Before I come up on the stage and I rock, I remain in the game bringing flame. And I'm hot. I'm sitting in the box. I'm a ladies' man. I'm a dynist like Adrian, and getting paid to win. All out. I be going when I rap like and y'all brothers need to fall down a half pipe. I hear Tony Hart retiring. I'm still firing. Been sliding until they want to recognize it. I be Playing with the language for fun, boy. And when you kicking that trash, we are unknowed. Man, I like them girls, they win pearls anywhere in the world. I keep it thorough, rest easy to prodigy. And honestly, they need to acknowledge me. Like Roman, I'm floating and killing it on all occasions. Beat me, you on white like a Caucasian. On the rail, I would leave an MC injured, so they won't say a thing like wild Lender. Rappers know what it is, and the boy kills and He might as well lay it down like Roy Williams. If you trying to bring the rap to me, it's no limit like Master P on how to smash you be. From Miami to Milwaukee I get bitches off me You should walk softly Talking about me Man, you better not Cause I'll always be a king Like Coretta Scott You heard I like them girls Too cold Ah Rich Ladder DJ Truth